everybody. Cheap, cheaper by the dungeon. Uh, cheaper by the dungeon. That was my attempt at an intro. I tried to be funny. I felt that one. <laughs> Dad, is that, is that him? <laughs> it's Mister Bur- Westboro. <gasps> Daddy's father. It's my father. He's made it all the way. Talks like Rob, the corn cob and cobbler boy. Oh yeah. Um, hello everybody. Welcome and. I guess Connor, are you here? Yes, yes, I am. Adam, hail and well met, fellow travelers. And your boy Zippy, Zippy here, Zippy here. <laughs> Love that. There you go. Your real name Zippy now. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. I guess. Uh, okay, so uh, if you listened to the last episode, uh, well, if you didn't listen to that last episode, here is a quick recap. Basically, what happened was uh, the god of bliss, Turi, fell down from the heavens, crashed the king's funeral, and started a huge party. The gang immediately ran up, made the queen just start feeling sad, and then he showed back up, and they made a super sly deal with him. Um, The deal that they made with the god of bliss was that uh, they would be his kind of undercover agents, and they would find Colm Alvaro, who was kidnapped in the raid, um, and was the son or grandson of the now dead Pontus Alvaro. Uh, they would find him, return him, somehow get him elected as king, and also make sure that he switches basically the city religion from Salem to Tories. Um, in return, Tory will let them see or help them get into the room where the first grand treasure was found. Um, that was the biggest thing. After that, they returned home and Zippy went to sleep, and he started dreaming, uh, and that's basically where we left off. <laughs> it was a pretty sick episode. <laughs> Very good. busy. There was also combat. I didn't mention that. Oh, yeah. Tori tested them. Um, did I miss anything, guys? Well, remember that super sweet thing with the arrow that teleported that water elemental up like 60 feet into the sky? Yeah, Seth, oh, yeah can, you, can you tell them more about things that I did? I did some really cool things. So <laughs> And Normandy really especially, you know, he really came through. Bask in my glory. Bask in my pure damage. Um, <laughs> everybody did really good stuff. You're all great in my eyes. Thanks, Seth. You're all, you all got Thank you, DM. Inspiration Thank you. for all. Thank you. <laughs> Senpai no- I live for this. Senpai noticed me. Um, <laughs> Ew, Connor, what okay. the heck? Damn. Hey, we all have our thing. We all have our thing. Yeah, three people Anyways. on this podcast watch anime, at least. I may or may not. Who? Wait, so, wait, who are the three? Connor, for sure. Blackjack, yogurt, I guess. <laughs> Leave it up to the listener. <laughs> um, All right, let's get into it. Uh <laughs> So, Zippy, you are still dreaming. Um, You are in this, like, never-ending carrot patch. It just goes on straight forever. And on either side of this uh, carrot patch, you see just endless forests, uh, one on the west side and east side. Uh, A knight in shining armor who sounded suspiciously like Paige and called themselves the Knight of Eternal Sunshine tore up some carrots, told you bad guys were coming that you should run away. Uh, but you said you'd protect them and, like, hold them off. They thanked you, ran off into the forest, and then you saw cupcakes coming at you, singing, j- dancing, jumping. They're just, like, giant cupcakes with legs. 
like human legs. It looks really weird. Um, and they're just running at you and just looking very smiley. What do you do, Zippy? If I had known that they were that that they were unhealthy treats, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have promised I would stay. So I run away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you start running away from the cupcakes, it following the the knight on the white steed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you've kind of lost sight of them as they just went into the forest, but you kind of see where they entered, so you chase after them. Behind you, you just hear the cupcakes going, Oh, we're going to get ya! Oh, we're going to get ya! And they just keep jumping and hopping along, saying creepy stuff like that. Hmm. You dash into the forest, and this isn't a regular forest. You start noticing that all the tree trunks are actually made of candy canes. Um, and even all the plants and everything, it's just like gumdrops and gummy bears and just like all candy. It's a candy forest. Candy land. This is truly a nightmare. I I usually have quite a strict diet, you see. I don't know who I'm um, telling this to. It's, it's just me. <laughs> I'm, it's um, a good reminder for myself, though. And for listeners, high vegetable content is preferred. This is terrible. Um, do you keep pressing on just forward? Um, uh, I I I observe my surroundings. I uh, is there anything of notoriety around here like anything notable perception check okay the good old dice roll 13 okay uh and that's with all your bonuses and everything actually your keen sense no 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 it is uh 16 okay that's better um you uh are looking around there's a lot of notable things going on. There's lots of just, like, weird candy just growing up in weird shapes. It all looks like a forest, but it's all made of candy. Um, there's also really tiny, like, the ants, or what you thought were ants on the grounds, are actually really tiny gnomes, and they're all just carrying things back into a nest. And you can kind of hear them with your large ears, and the gnomes are just going like, Oh, bring the candy back to the queen! And uh, <laughs> and they're just going along. It's it's very trippy. You also noticed, um, since you got above 15, off in the distance, you see a shadowy figure in a cloak on one of the branches, on one of the candy cane branches, way deep in the forest. It's, a, it's about 150 feet away. You see this figure, um, and you can specifically see they just have, like, a notepad, and they're writing stuff down and just staring intently at you. Other than that, you can hear in the other distance, like where you were chasing uh, the knight, uh, you also just hear them uh, yelling, Oh, go! Go away, you ogre! You are not welcome here! I will sway all of you! So a lot's going on. Wow, this this jungle or tree area is quite a happening place. I don't like, I don't like the way those gnomes are going about their business, though. Especially in this intense time of need for from the knights and everyone. Um, excuse me, gnomes. The, the very tiny gnomes. They're literally the size yeah, of Yeah, I crouched crouch down. Excuse me, gnomes. Since I, since I shouldn't be yelling. There's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, man, good call. I would have punished you. Uh, oh, hello. Uh, how are you doing? Where, where are you taking all this candy? To the queen gnome. Which way is that? I have I have quite a word for her to let. Uh, she must be the reason for all these cupcakes and and everyone trying to hurt my friends. Cupcakes? Where? 
We'd like to bring them back to the queen. They were chasing me. I don't know. I don't know. They they must be close because they're pretty fast and they were just saying they were going to get me. A lot of things are going to get you in these woods, but the queen is in this little tree hole. And he points to a tree that is literally like two feet away. Uh, but it's kind of like a real trek for them. <laughs> well, I, I, I would like to talk to her, but I can't have you people... Uh, getting in my way, so I, I pick up a I pick up a tree branch and I put it in front of their path so that it diverts them. And I imagine it'll buy me like ten minutes <laughs> since they wouldn't be able to climb over it because I imagine they're pretty small. So it's just like a little roadblock. You are like a shadow of the Colossus, just tighten to them, <laughs> and they just see you like pick up basically no. a mountain and place it in front of their path, and they're like, "Weeks, I'll never get back to my family." Oh. <laughs> I thought we were almost there. Oh, we were so close. And the leader gnome is like, don't worry, we'll just climb over it. That's what <laughs> us gnomes do. I, I don't know if I can do this anymore, Jerry. <laughs> and then one just like screams and runs backwards. But you can see it and you can just hear him still screaming. He's not running very fast. I, uh, um, I pick him up and I put him in my pocket. You're mine now. <laughs> don't worry, I'll take you wherever I go. Damn. You do that so fast. That the whiplash. Because <laughs> I imagine you wouldn't do it very slowly, right? Like you just kind of like jolt it up and put him in your pocket quickly. Right. He gets a little whiplash. He's not dead. I'm not going to kill him. Um, also, this is a dream. No morals. <laughs> you don't need to do anything. Um, but he's in your pocket now. And he's like, let me out. <laughs> now he's deep in the pocket. I ignore him. <laughs> you ignore him. And he's kind of muffled. So you don't hear him anymore. No harm, no foul. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I, you, you bought yourself hours. Yeah, I look at the <laughs> I look at the tree and I uh, I try to burrow into the hole that you know they were going to because my name isn't Zippy Westboro with the, and that's with a burrow at the end. Then I I sh- I surely should be able to burrow into this hole. Um, yeah. So it's it's yeah it's not it's not very difficult. There's just a hole there. Um, and you can just kind of like peer in. It's like at the base of the tree, uh, and you look in. Are you gonna try and like open the hole or like break it, or, or are you just gonna peer in? I'm not being very gentle. Like I, I literally burrow into it. Okay, you slam into this candy cane tree, just tearing it apart. It's not very hard. Um, and you see, you're inside the tree. It's it's like a decent sized trunk. You could fit in it. Um, and you look down, and it's just like a kind of a small room underneath the tree. And there's a regular-sized gnome wearing a dress. And, he, and he's like, oh, hi, hi. Um, excuse me, where are you, what are you doing with all this candy? Um, well, I'm, uh, I'm eating it. And you see a little trail of gnomes like the ones you saw before, and they're all just bringing these weird treats to him. He's, he's not super fat, but he's just regular-sized. I pick I pick him up and I take him from the tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're okay. You pick him up. You uprooted this ground gnome. This he was living a life under this tree. Um, he's in your arms. And then I go towards where I believe the the uh, cupcakes are. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> hmm. He's he's like he's only slightly shorter than you, Zippy. Like you're not very tall yourself, and he's regular gnome size. Oh yes. Oh okay. Um, uh, 
but you can still like put him under your arm, which I imagine you're doing. Yeah, yeah, that was. And he's just, and he's just like, um, where are we <clears throat> going? I'm gonna take. You like eating uh, sweets, do you? Well, I'll take mm-hmm. you to the best sweets in the world. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, <laughs> more sweets for the queen. I'm gonna make you some, some like. You're gonna be one of my guys now. That's yeah. I would love to be one of your guys, but I need I need you to solve this little predicament I'm in. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah, we we head towards where I believe the the cupcakes are that we're chasing. Yeah, me. you make it to the edge of the forest and you see the like the carrot patch again, and they're still like just hopping. They're very slow, even though they have like regular man legs, and they're still hopping up and down. They're like, oh, I'm gonna get you. Woo-hoo! Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I mean, uh, I put it, the gnome queen on the ground, and then okay. I... Uh, it's a man, by the way. It's a male gnome just wearing a dress. Yeah, but he's, he's called the queen, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yes, you are correct. Um, <laughs> and, and then uh, with all my leg strength, I kick him towards the, the cupcakes. <laughs> Okay, strength check. <laughs> Actually, I think that's dex check because of your leg. Yeah, it is. Oh, neat. It is a 13. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, like, line up behind him, lie down on the ground, crank your legs back, and then, like, you just hit him like a pinball machine. And he goes, like, flying. Um uh, but he doesn't go too far, and he lands on the f- on the ground, and he starts doing a like a tumble, a somersault, and he like goes, and then he stops right in front of like the first cupcake that was leading them, and they're all like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you!" And he's like, "Ha ha, cupcakes!" And then you see human man arms just burst out of the cupcakes Ugh. from the sides, and they start tickling him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, no, no." And they don't stop. And at first it's funny, but then it just gets really, really brutal. And you can just, like, hear tears and laughter, and he's crying. Come on! Like, I'm gonna get you! Eat them! Eat them! That's your job! <laughs> okay, you, you suggest that? And when you do, you see the cupcakes start growing, like, fangs. And then one takes one of his <gasps> gnomish legs and just bites. And he's like, Oh! Oh my must be a, must be a devil's chocolate cake. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you have bought yourself some time from these murderous cupcakes, these tickle cupcakes that now have turned rabid. <laughs> rabid, rabid, <but> not rabid. <laughs> um, rabid, yeah. What good. to do? I really thought that would work. I've. I- I really messed up that whole that whole kingdom right there. <laughs> you you messed up a whole ecosystem. You single handedly overthrew an entire yeah kingdom. You see the little gnome. He found his way to climb out of your pocket. He peeks through and he's like, oh, "Thank you. I hated that guy. Oh, I hate my you job." You should help your queen back 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 them up. And then I throw him towards the cupcakes. <laughs> no. Uh, he's too small to see at the distance now. Um, <laughs> but he's probably over there. <laughs> what would you like to do, I don't, Zippy? I don't need any, uh, any, um, oh, what's the word? Anyone holding me back. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good words. Uh, I would like it to do another, uh, survey of notable things around the area. 
So yeah, I, for sure. Another perception check, I guess. Uh, roll. That one is a twelve. Um, that's a twelve. Uh, you look around; it's pretty much the same scenery. Uh, you do hear uh, Paige in a sword fight going on between her and what she called an ogre in the forest. Since so. since I'm aware of that shadowy figure taking notes, shouldn't I still, even though I rolled lower, shouldn't I still be somewhat more aware? You look back to see if you can see him or see, like, in that area that they were in, but they're gone. Hmm. Who is that? Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I would like to go... But yes, you're right, though. You would, Like, Zippy is more aware of that. <clears throat> Maybe I should go speak with that gentleman watching me. He could probably teach me some pointers in how I handled that situation. Because, I mean, it could have turned out a lot better. Uh, so I go and go to the area where that uh, shadowy figure was standing. Okay. Uh, you go through the forest and you make your way to where you guess he was at. It's kind of still a little difficult to make your way through this messed up world. Um, but you find the base of like the candy cane tree he, tree he was on and you look up to where the branch was and you determine this is most likely the tree and you see at where the branch meets the tree where he was standing, uh, there's a door. Can I ca- If I cast spells in here, do does that take away slots from me? No, they don't. Okay, I would like to. That's, that's dream rule number one. Write it down. <laughs> I would like to check for traps. For I, yeah, I sure. have a spell that does it very well. So um, what is it? Um, What's the spell? Uh, or it's rather it's called fine fine traps. Oh, I like the name. It's a good name. <clears throat> uh, you the sense point. the presence of any trap within range that is within this line of sight. A trap for the purpose of the spell includes anything that would inflict sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable. Um, and you cast that? Yeah, I don't think I have to. I think it just shows me if there are traps or not. Yeah, I don't and what's to. the area range? Um, 120 feet. Okay. As soon as you cast this, a lot of traps show up. Like, like or you're aware of them now. Uh, and a lot of them are high up and some are underneath the ground. Um, but a lot of things in this world are alive and hidden and waiting to eat whatever's preying near it. Um, specifically above you in this candy cane tree and a lot of the trees above you are pine cones. Um, but in these pine cones, uh, they're very sharp and they're actually like the arms of these like squid octopus things that are just kind of like blanketing the trees. Um, and the pine cones are kind of like the ends of their tentacles and it's kind of obvious to see now. It's like these murderous octopus pine cone things. Seth, can I ask a quick question? Yep. Is this like the bramble patch or maybe I should ask Zippy this. Is this the bramble patch that like zippy grew up in like is this what the bramble patch is really like um i think we can both answer that one and say it is not like oh, the bramble phew. patch at all it is not, bramble patch is not this cotton up. candy land okay good because um, that's messed up man <laughs> that yeah it is it is not the bramble patch um boy this place sure is messed up how now that i think harder how i don't even know how i really got here I woke. I I know I was doing something in that carrot field over there. 
Oh, well, if 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 this is my home now, then it's best that I know every single inch of it. And so I go through, try to open the door. Uh, it's up in the tree, so you gotta hop up there. Is are you gonna just jump? You can make it with your base jump. I, I jump fly since it's my dream. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Believe it or not, you actually do fly <laughs> because <laughs> of your pure willpower and awareness of this dream. Although I guess I shouldn't. Um, I, I say since it's my dream. I don't. Hmm. I, I would assume it's my dream. I guess. Interesting. It might be. Uh, you never know. Wow, um, but you fly up you actually see one of the pine cone tendrils start reeling back like get sucked up into the tree uh, and now it's going to shoot out at you um, what do you do uh, I try to dodge it and uh, with my airspeed of me flying I, sh- I feel confident about doing that but at the same time I dodge in the direction towards the door so yeah, that I, you I do gain it. More, uh, <clears throat> gain more um, movement towards it. You see it coming. You just think, I'm going to fly faster. And you do. And and you dodge it. And now you're at the door. Um, and you open it. Uh, I sniff it first. Okay. Roll. Uh, perception again? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, roll nature for this one. Hmm. That's a eighteen. Um, it smells good, but it doesn't smell like you can determine that this door smells different from the world around you because the world is very overpowering with sugary smells. Uh, the door itself smells metallic, even though it looks wooden. It looks like it's just a regular wooden door. This um, this door certainly doesn't smell of any evil. That means it's safe <laughs> to enter. That means I will enter it. Right. There's good smells and bad smells <laughs> when it comes to doors. Um, um, yeah, so I mean, I, I attempt to open the door. As you reach for the doorknob, you hear a boom in the distance, and you hear the knight just say, Oh, I've done it! I've swain thee! And um, and you just hear cheers, and then you hear all these like forest creatures just start singing, being like, Ah la 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 la, the night of eternal sunshine! And... Um, it just sounds really weird, and you're done with it. But <laughs> but you uh, reach for the doorknob, and you open it. It's a pull door, by the way. Um, and you pull it back, and you see a wave of just... It doesn't even feel magical, but it's just like a wave of pressure hits you as you open it. And the door swings open the rest of the way, and you see a silver lake. And... It's just pure silver, and the sky and everything else is just black, like like it was just a starless night. But it's this lake of silvery water, and you see, uh, like a fishing boat, an old wooden fishing boat, not too far from you, and you see a tiefling with tan skin and horns just fishing from it, and it is indeed Norman D. I close the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is truly a nightmare. <laughs> nope, not interested. <laughs> Close the door. Dream Normandy did not notice. Uh, Wait a minute. So he could, he can like see into my dream. Maybe. Oh my know. gosh, that is so sick. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sorry. Back it back into the zone. I'm yeah. No more for me. What are you gonna do, Zippy? 
I really don't want to open that door since Normandy's on the other side, and, well, he's the last person I'd want to see in my dreams. <laughs> but... Yeah, he's horny. I think... I think... I really don't want to go towards that, that night there. He was rude to, to leave me all alone. So I guess I'll go through the door. I, I open it again. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You made that choice. You could have stopped. Um, oh, no. That's not foreboding at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you didn't have to go through the door. Like, no, I, I, I understand that, but I, I'm not interested in anything else. Okay. Aw, thanks, man. You open the door, and you see the Silver Lake and Normandy still fishing on this wooden boat. Um, and you go in. Uh, as soon as... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Here's or what are you going to do? I was. Uh, I want to fly over the lake and, and uh, be directly above him. Okay. Uh, you fly up into the world, and the pressure is starting to feel stronger, and you fly up above him. You are now above him, and the pressure is like you're starting to kind of like your mind's starting to get a little woozy. <laughs> I'm above you, Normandy. See? I'm flying now. That means I'm better than you. <laughs> Normandy, you're here. What do you want? Do, do you I, want to say something? Do I hear him? Yep. I I look up and I say, "Enjoy it while you can." Zipia, by the way, what are you doing in my dream? Do, uh, what do you, What do you mean? What dream? This is this is real life. Can't you see that I'm uh, I'm clearly superior to you? Don't talk to me in that tone. <laughs> is this real life? Is this just fantasy? I'm so bewildered. Uh, Zippy, this is this is a dream that I have quite often. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm dreaming. Uh, this is uh, this is actually a lake where I grew up. I used to fish here all the time. That would explain everything because I have never seen this lake. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> you see, as you guys are conversing. Actually, you're starting to get a little bit more woozier. You're starting to lose your dream consciousness. And you see a bulge in the water. A, just a, like a bulge comes up and the water like surges up and then Ooh. goes down like a wave. Um, and the waters get unsteady real quick. And then, Zippy, you like dream faint. Um, and you wake up in your bed in the mansion. <clears throat> Whoa. Also, uh, Normandy, you woke up as well when that <gasps> happened. <sighs> and do I remember this dream? Uh, no. You don't. But I just wake up? Yeah. Okay. Wh- whose room are we in right now? You're in your rooms in the mansion. Yeah, but who's... Uh, do we get to decide where the scene is? Uh, well, Zippy, you're in your bedroom. Like, whoever wants to do anything now can can do whatever. Okay. Well, yeah, Sippy, your dream. You react. Oh, I'm awake now. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Natural <laughs> 20 on perception. <laughs> I'm in this lovely bedroom. You see your pile of gravel in the corner as well. Um, it's Zippy's room. Ooh. You also smell breakfast cooking downstairs. Oh, boy. I can't wait to eat some breakfast because... Because my diet is so important to me. But, wait. I feel like I've said that before. 
must be a coincidence. Well, well, I know, I know for a fact that that's my diet's important to me. Hmm. Do I? I feel funny. I feel like I've just been sick and just came out of a, came out from drowning or something. And the last person I definitely want to see right now is that Normandy. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. But I can't really know why. Mm. Mm. Hey, has, Zippy? Zippy, are you awake? Oh, uh, Darian's knocking on your door. Hello, Darian. Uh, you can come in. It, it makes no difference to me. I don't wear too many clothes. No, that, that, that's all right. I just wanted to say that uh, uh, breakfast is uh, ready. I've tried this whole cooking meat thing after having some of those uh, uh, sh- shish kebabs, I, th- I think is what they're called, the other night. I I wanted to give some of this other cooking thing a try. So if, uh, if you're uh, decent, you should come down and try some. Oh, Darian, you're always trying to better yourself. That's what makes you such a strong team member. Oh, thanks, Zip. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll be down in a second, Darian. Thank you very much for getting me. Um, I want to kick uh, Norman, Deed's, Norman Deed's door really hard. <laughs> okay, you do so. Hey, goat boy, food. Oh, oh thank you, Darian. Good morning. That was I so walk kind away. of him to wake me up. I really appreciate uh, him. Before I go, before I go downstairs, uh, I I go into my uh, adventures pack and I pull out my adventures journal there, uh, and I, I it's really not s- sitting well with the zippy that he's he's feel like he's forgetting something, and so uh, I just try to write down anything that's popping into my mind. Um, so, all right, from the dream. Well, just in, in general, I I don't th- like. Just, just anything that's kind of flashing that because I feel like I'm in the midst of forgetting something. Um, okay. Uh, I just before I go downstairs, I want to make sure that that I'm remember. I'm. I, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Mm, all right. I'll just. I'll just write down everything I can think of. Uh, I'm excited for the orange juice mm-hmm. downstairs. Um. Uh. <laughs> Darian, uh, he just talked to me. Um, <laughs> my my diet. Uh, yeah, I hope there's no dessert downstairs. Des- dessert. <laughs> dessert. Mm. Um. Hmm. Something about dessert that seems familiar to me. I'll underline that. All right. And then I'm thinking Normandy, yeah, yeah. Cross that out, no, right there. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I remember. I feel like I was drowning when I woke up. Mm, water. Mm, good enough. All right. Uh, time to go downstairs. And so right. I, I I make my way downstairs. You do so, and you have that now written down in your journal. Uh, Normandy, are you going to head down? <clears throat> yeah, I'll go down for breakfast, too. All right. You are all at the breakfast table. Uh, Joey and James are also in the kitchen with uh, Darian, who's trying to make some cooked shish kebabs um, and not doing a great job. Sorry, Darian. <laughs> no, that's, that's uh, totally get fair. to roll for that. <laughs> I've never, I've never cooked uh, a day in my life. So if, if anything, they're they're charred to crap, man. Like they're just like rocks. 
Uh, Marley and Gilbert are sitting at the table, uh, and they welcome you and, like, gesture for you to sit down. Um, and also you see Paige in her pajamas come walking down the steps, and she's just rubbing her eyes, and she's like, Eternal sunshine, the eternal sunshine of the orange juice. I'm ready for breakfast. And she goes, sits down, very, like, half half awake. Um, anything you'd guys like to do or discuss? Uh, Normandy, did you did you get your tomato soup for breakfast that you were wanting to get? Actually, I'm glad you reminded me, Zippy. Uh, Gilbert, is there a... Is there a, oh, any chance... Do we have time I could make a quick bowl of tomato soup for everybody? I know, I know, Darian, you're already cooking, and it's, it's probably delicious, but I kind of... Uh, I've been really uh, hankering for some tomato soup for the last couple days. Really? I've, I've put my blood, sweat, and tears into this meal, and you're just going to go behind my back and make some soup on me? Well, think of it as a complimentary dish to yours. I, I don't think of it as that. I, I think you don't like my cooking. Well, I haven't had it yet, so we don't really know. Uh, this, but just go with me on this. I promise it'll pay off. Uh, Gilbert, do you have those tomatoes and those other ingredients? Uh, yes, I should. Well, they should be in the in the pantry there. Um, James, uh, why don't you show them? By the way, uh, James told me all about the raid. Uh, nice job, you guys. Oh, um, well, thanks, James. Uh, for throwing us under the bus like that? Yeah, James, way to spill the beans. <laughs> Is, uh, yeah. What the heck, man? He was going to fire me because of you, so I spilled the beans and hoped to take us all down together. But he's too kind. James, I think our mission is a little more important than your little uh, minimum wage job right here. <laughs> I'm trying to rebuild my life here. Well, you know, that's very and interesting. You think you're... <sighs> so, go ahead, go ahead. Just let's go to the pantry. I'm so... I'm getting a headache talking to you. Gilbert, I didn't get a chance to ask you before they came down, but why is this not... Why is that not an issue? I feel like from my other encounters with individuals on this this plane that a raid like that would be really frowned upon. What's different? Well, considering that you could throw me under the bus with information knowing that, like, I talked you out of saving the king. Um, mm. I think we're on kind of even playing field, honestly, in terms of, you know, doing bad things. No, that, uh, that's a fair point. But, hey, like, you know, as you said, Comb was in that raid, and I don't believe you guys kidnapped him, so you guys should probably be the best bet at getting him back, if anything. So maybe we can right this wrong. Seth, am I still in the room, even though I'm in the pantry, or is it a different room entirely? No, you can still hear them chatting in the background. Okay, can I shout out from the pantry? Yep. I say, well, you know what they say? They say uh, the only people you can really trust are those who you have dirt on, and they have dirt on you. Um, but I was thinking about... That's my little wise proverb for the day. Um, I was thinking, guys, uh, about that raid, and I think I know what we should do next. I'm all ears. Okay, so I come in. I mean, Seth, if this is okay. I come in carrying yep. all the ingredients from the pantry that I need. And I immediately start preparing the tomato soup. I put a pot on while, while I'm talking, if that's okay. Yep, keep going. Okay. So I'm crushing the tomatoes, getting the basil and, and everything. And I say, listen, I've been really thinking about it ever since I ran into Ran. Into Ran. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, ever since uh, we encountered Ran yesterday, uh, I was thinking, 
where's the last place that we saw Comb? It was in uh, in that raid in that big uh, canyon where where we had that raid. And the only way out, uh, besides going through the gods like we chose to do, uh, was deeper into the canyon. I think it was called the Breathing Chasms. I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to start looking there. Maybe after we talk to Turi, of course. But I think we should we should go there and see if we can find any tracks that led from that raid in, deeper into the canyon. What do you think? I think that's a fairly uh, fair point. If they had decided to go towards the city, I'm sure the guards would have picked him up at that point. So deeper into the chasm is probably a safe bet. The other lead we have is, uh, I believe his name was Christopher, the fellow who informed Turi of the uh, of the raid itself. Clearly he's uh, received some information about the whole endeavor as well. might be uh, worthwhile to stop by uh, the castle and see if he has any more information. Because he was like a hand, like a, like a servant of some sort. A page of some kind, yes, who is to relay information. So he clearly knows something, or at least knows who does. So I think Not you, be, page. Uh, We're talking about someone who is a page. <laughs> I just want juice. I'm too tired. But yeah, I, I think that's uh, I think that's a good lead to start from there. I think we should get as much information as we can in the city. We're supposed to meet uh, Turi tonight. So I think it's probably a best use of our time to do as much information gathering in the city and then meet with him to discuss our plan. I I mean, I'm totally good for consensus, but I, I must say I respectfully disagree. I mean, knowing that the Kenyan's not too close, and if someone's kidnapped, this could be a, a time-sensitive issue. I mean, I'm not too familiar with kidnapping and, and ransom. I, I know it's possible we could have heard something by now if uh, he was if they were planning on keeping him alive. And the fact that we haven't heard anything um, makes me think that maybe people think he's better off dead, which means I think um, we might want to send a, a search at least uh, as soon as possible. I don't know. If people, if they think he's better off dead, then he's dead already, and taking another day isn't going to matter. I'm not running blind out into the wilderness to hopefully come across the people who decided to capture the son of the dead king. I well, would I mean, like to go into the... it knowing what I'm walking into. I mean, you're a ranger. You, you'd probably roll pretty high uh, trying to track him. I mean, read some footprints, read the land. Statistically, you know the odds of survival after four to five days dramatically uh, decrease. Um, I know that. <laughs> and it, it's, Zippy does know that. Hmm. And it, it's been three or four days. I'm just, I'm just. I think we should just really consider that. I mean, if the consensus among us all is to is wait, to go into town. I'm totally fine with wait, that. I just think been, we should be aware. It's been four to five. How? It's been four to five days since he's been gone. We're we're on the fourth day. Yes, there was the day of the oh, raid, and then we why, returned. Why did we even accept this deal? There's no way he's going to be alive. Well, that's the thing. We don't know if there's a ransom or anything. We we literally know nothing. That's why information is our best use in this case. We should go into town and find as much information as we can first before we plan our next move. Otherwise, we're chickens running around with our heads off. I think at this point that we can literally do anything because uh, he is either dead, he's most likely dead, <laughs> or he's alive and he's only alive because they they want to keep him alive forever. Maybe maybe as whoever's keeping him wants him as a second son, maybe. 
Or mm, adoption or, is big around here. I hear. Very, very as, expensive. Though. As, hmm. as far as I don't know how you know that. As far as far as we we know, uh, no demands have been sent to the queen. But maybe that's something we should ask her. I don't think that would be public information if there was demands. Hmm. That's a good point. That's. I'm telling you. I don't know why we're having this conversation. More information is better than none. Like you said, with the time that's passed, he's either already dead or they plan on keeping him alive anyway. Well, so some people like to talk about their feelings, the Darian. Solution. Well, so, some people like to talk about their emotions, Darian. You know, it's good to let it out, and you know, it's it's good therapy, self-soothing. The whole thing I want to do is communicate. That's why I'm telling you we should go into town and communicate with those involved. Well, I appreciate your stance. Thank you for sharing. <sighs> am I am I still cooking at this point? Yep, you're still just like stirring the pot of tomato soup. He's stirring more than just the, the the tomato soup. Okay, for sake of brevity, can we say that I'm also using some prestidigitation to heat the pot on the outside just to kind of speed it up? You got it. Okay, just because I don't want us to stay behind just because I'm making this tomato soup. <laughs> it's it's cooking well. Mm. I taste it, and I say, it's almost perfect. Listen, guys, I I want to talk to you about something. Uh, Gilbert, you as well. Um, but I, before I start, I'd just like to be able to trust that you'll let me finish what I have to say. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> when have we ever not let you finish talking? Uh, true. Do you think well, we are just... Kanye? <laughs> nice. Um, Kanye is a god in this world. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not canon. Easy, cut that out. I um. I reach into the cupboard and I find four bowls and I pour four bowls of soup and I hand them out to everyone and I say, this is uh, a recipe I learned from a very young age. It's my favorite tomato soup. I'd love for you to try it and tell me what you think. It's vegetarian, uh, Zippy. Don't worry. Zippy, uh, I, <clears throat> I refuse to eat this. Oh, Why? Uh, I think uh, you, you've. Uh, I am more than content with Darian's meal because he worked very hard to make it. You see, he's trying to better himself, and I, I think you disrespecting him like this. I didn't want to say anything, but now that you're more or less forcing us to eat this, uh, I, w- I wish to decline. As Zippy says that, Darian tries to bite into one of his shish kebabs, and it's so charred that he nearly chips a tooth. <laughs> and you see him kind of recoil and like, oh, oh, uh, you know what? Um, tosses it over his shoulder. I think I'll have some soup. I kind of, okay. And I, I, I kind of chuckle at what Zippy says. And I say, you know, it's very funny that you say that because I'm actually trying to, to fix a bridge right now. How, Darian, how is it? I don't know, Seth. How is it? <laughs> You taste it, and it's pretty good tomato soup. You, you, you haven't had too much in your day, Darian, but you can tell this is a pretty good soup. It does feel like it's missing something, though, but it's still pretty good. Um, Gilbert also tastes it, and he's like, this is very well done. I, I, I love it. Thank you, Normandy. And then Marley reaches over, grabs Gilbert's spoon, and tastes them as well. And her face lights up, and she gives you a big thumbs up. 
Uh, there's vodka in there. I wouldn't uh, give it to kids. I'm, I'm just Marley, kidding. Marley! And, then, <laughs> and, and he, Gilbert, grabs Marley and brings her upstairs to the toilet. <laughs> she would like it, though. Um, uh, so, so am I alone with Zippy and Darian now? Uh, and Paige, who's, like, half awake. Joey's cooking stuff, like, regular breakfast for uh, Paige right now, and James is just sorting the pantry. Okay. I'll, I say to myself, um, I'll kind of have to repeat this to Gilbert later, but as uh, I'm really proud of this soup. It's a great recipe. Um, when I was a child, I was found and adopted. It's funny that we were talking about this. I was adopted by... A man, a very kind man named Master Matsumura, and uh, he tried to teach me the ways of the monk, and it never really stuck. Um, instead, I kind of chose music as my path. Um, but he tried to teach me everything he knew, and not just the ways of the monk, but the other things. And this was actually his recipe for tomato soup. And uh, as he got older, he started to lose his memory. It would come and go, and so. I started writing things down that he would tell me because I never knew when the next time he would forget everything. That's what these tattoos are. And I peel back my sleeves and kind of lift up my shirt a little bit. And I show them these kind of like teal tattoos kind of etched into my skin. You see just tons of tattoos, different symbols and shapes, words, some weird little sayings. And also you see the tomato soup recipe on, on the forearm. Um, but lots of just weird symbols. You can't really make out much of it, but um, it, it, it just looks very odd and bizarre and kind of random, but there is some like little nuggets of knowledge you can see in there. So a lot of this is Inferno, just because he didn't trust me, uh, or he didn't trust other people with the information. Um, some of it is his own symbols that he kind of taught me to understand. But as you can see here, this, this recipe for tomato soup, you can see there's a little spot missing at the end, and it's because... Uh, his memory faded before he could tell me the secret ingredient to it. And and Matsumura is gone now. And I have to look down the rest of my life knowing I'll never have that soup again. You know, the reality is, is I know the recipe to a really good tomato soup. But I don't know the perfect recipe. And it's become very clear to me that there's a lot of things I know. But there's a lot of things I don't know as well. I don't know... You both as well as I should. And sometimes I misread the signs. And I want to formally apologize for anything and everything I've said that... Maybe I didn't monitor close enough. Because believe it or not, I really do see you as my allies and my friends. And I really think we can do great things together, but only together. And and if that can happen, then maybe an imperfect soup recipe is, is worth the price. And then I sit down and I have my own bowl of soup. Uh, Darian... Just kind of looks over at Zippy for a second. And then kind of looks back at the bowl of soup. You know, it's a pretty good bowl of soup. But it's not good enough. 
You see, your problem is, Normandy, that it's still all about you, isn't it? This whole thing you're doing right here, well, it's... I've said this before, but... <clears throat> actions speak louder of words, and unfortunately a bowl of soup isn't quite gonna cut it. Because <laughs> you see... <clears throat> it, it's. I still just get the impression this is all more or less about you. You, you refuse to tell us your real motives whenever you're doing anything. Like, when, like whenever, when you wanted to start this bowl of soup, you, when we say that, that Darian, uh, when, that Darian was already making a meal, and you're just like, you, you just say that, 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 that you're going to just do your own thing, and you're, you're going to let us know eventually. That doesn't fly with a, with a team, and I don't, I, I don't, truly think you you've learned that i kind of i cut oh or you, or you do you have more to say i you can respond i was just gonna chime in for a sec as well sure um normandy i i see the branch you're extending and i do accept it but zippy's right action is what proves intention you can intend as much as you want and but until you prove and act out that intention that's when it means something and so I do accept this and like I said it is a pretty good soup but let's continue to build this moving forward I'm willing to look past some of it but like Sippy said let's let's become a team all right. I mean, Zippy, I honestly don't know what to say because I solidly believe that my actions have been stalwart to the end. I've only acted for the benefit of this team, and I think that's apparent. But I'm I'm pledging myself anew and I can only hope that you come around to see it that way. Uh you'll have to forgive me uh being a bard. Uh, I love to sing, and I have a flair for the theatric, and that will never change because that's who I am, and I'll never change who I am, as I would not ask you to, but I am going to continue to keep this team, uh, or I'm going to try to keep what's best for this team at heart, and I'm, and yeah, that's all I got to say about that, except for one thing, Darian, and I say this really respectfully, the next time, I'll, I'll just say it. We found you pretty drunk yesterday. And I know that there have been a lot of things compiling to bother you. And I totally understand. And I don't mean to make a big deal about this if, it, if it's just a one-time thing. But are you going to like get wasted every time you get offended? Because that's, that is a bit of a liability as well. That concerns me. I don't get wasted when I get offended. I get wasted when I'm near alcohol. So I don't think that part's going to change. I just needed to blow off some steam. You need to understand something. Eladrin are proud people. And to insult someone, especially for the race of being an Eladrin, is a deep offense. And many would take it very personally. By all measures... Many other Eladrin may have just attacked you on the street. 
I'm... My response was fairly mild. But I need you to understand that the things you say have consequences. And I'm aware my actions have consequences as well. But I'm willing to live with them. I just want you to know that you should be ready to live with yours as well in the future. Paige, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I say... (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Uh, You should all just kiss and make up already. I just want to eat eggs. Do the teammate hands-in thing. Oh, teammate. I put my hand in. And I say, how about a fresh start for all of us? Zippy? Zippy. <laughs> Team 8. Friends forever. Come on, put your furry paw in there. Uh, I, I really, I, I, I appreciate the gesture, but I, I cannot, you see, uh, maybe, maybe if you really knew about me, uh, really anything about me uh normandy uh you would know that i i uh i'm from the the bramble patch my name is zippy westboro (laughs) (laughs) and because of that and i I have a large family you see uh uh family is uh means a lot to me and that means the relations i have with other people uh mean a lot to me too and i don't give out uh, an extension like that, just willy nilly. So I'll probably need some more time, you know. Uh, but uh, I mean, you two can uh, hold hands if you would like. I solemnly lift my hand that's out in the middle of the table. I lift it up and give myself a high five, and just kind of nod, as in, I just—that's the only way you can redeem it when you're left hanging, you know. Uh, Darian stands up from the table, um, puts a hand on. Normandy's shoulder and kind of like does like a little like pat thing and just says <laughs> sorry sorry that just happens sometimes <laughs> I'm sorry gosh we should get our things together we gotta head back into town alright sweet I'll yeah perfect I I get up and, and I kind of start cleaning up the, the tomato soup bowls okay as you're cleaning them up uh, you hear two more sets of steps come down the stairs, and it's Blackjack and Yogurt, and they look like they look like they just shot awake. And Blackjack's like, "Oh, did we miss? Did we miss a teammate hand in thing, or was that a false alarm?" Yeah, false alarm on the teammate <laughs> thing, because I really want to be in on that. It's more of like a team three right now, uh, Blackjack and Yogurt. And since you oh. were originally part of that, uh, it's even more appropriate. Do you guys want some tomato soup? Oh, hell yeah. I would love some tomato soup. Thank you, Normandy. It's... Yeah, thanks, Normandy. I would love some. Well, you know, it's a family recipe. It's almost perfect, some would say. Well, that's the best kind of recipe. <laughs> the family ones. Don't cook with your family, though, as ingredients, I mean. That's so weird, Blackjack. Yeah, it didn't work out I'll well for me bowl. either. Yeah. And I kind of um, chuckle. So you give, them, you give them two bowls, and they eat it, and they love it. Right on. <laughs> I go upstairs to get ready. Okay. Uh, And Darian, are you getting ready? Well, yeah, I I already kind of did my exit. (laughs) All right. Sorry, sir. Zippy, are you going to leave the table and get ready? Uh, I... I... I, uh, Is Paige still at the table? 
Try the soup, uh, goddammit. Yeah, page... Eat it. <laughs> pa- <laughs> page is... Yes, Paige is still at the table. So what's your problem anyway? <laughs> she looks at you with like the most just like her eyes are like half open and she just looks at you with her like food dripping out of her mouth. She's like What's your problem? Look, I don't wanna have a problem here like we do every day. I think we have a problem here. <laughs> I, I you, you you just freak me out, okay? I've never seen anything quite like you, and the way you move, the you way you... You freak t- me out? I'm talking to a freaking talking stuff animal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's not necessarily fair to me. You know, I, did, I wasn't born like this, and you were certainly born like that, so... You weren't born as a talking animal? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. I mean, I wasn't... I didn't... I, I wasn't given the opportunity to choose how i looked when i was born tell me about it i feel the same way is that why you wear masks so often no why do you wear masks so often then like i'm, try- <laughs> I'm like trying i'm trying to put you on on some playing field right right now some some ground you know common ground we can maybe find i'm inspired from masks. what normandy said but i'm not quite ready for that man what i meant was i wish i could be the ruler of the world, the Ark Wizard Darkness, Snackalon, something like that. Mm, you know that's never gonna. You know that's never else. gonna happen. You know. How dare you? You're not even from the line of wizards. How could that possibly happen? I'm just trying to eat my breakfast, and you come here and tell me I'm not going to achieve my dreams. Look, it's a hard, it's a hard life out there. I know. I've just, I've, exp- I was, I lived in the Bramble Patch my whole life until just, just not too long ago, maybe a month, a month ago, I think it is now. And it, this world sucks pretty much. You have to, you have to meet some terrible <laughs> yeah, people, and and you're one of them. And if if there's more of them like that out you, well then, uh, I I think that it'd be very difficult for you to achieve your dream since. There's so many like you, if everyone's doing it. I'm going to be something someday. I'm going to be something other than myself. Hmm. Whether the masks can take me there or my imagination. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I I will make it. Because that's what dreamers do. We dream dreams. You 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 sure you never wanted to want to be like a knight or something? You seem more like a knight. You know, funny you're saying that. Because I had the wildest dream last night. I was a knight of eternal sunshine. And I, I swear, I swear, I could have done anything. I felt so powerful. Why am I opening up to you like this? I have no idea. And honestly, none of that sounds interesting to me at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the well, very fine. fact that you're telling me your dreams is a little disturbing. And I, I, I've never I, had a dream before in my life. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, I just wish to not speak to you uh, anymore for the remainder of the day. Same. Get out of here. Damn, Zippy burning bridges, man. <laughs> uh, I, I go upstairs and get my things together. As you're walking away from the table, Paige just says, "Hey, Zippy, what do you want?" Thanks for talking. Uh, I'll try not to. 
<laughs> she laughs and she's like, hate you. Um, I don't want to turn this into like a, a cute moment because that's what I'm getting that vibe. Uh, I, I already told <laughs> that's you. That's why I said I hate you. I meant it. I, I already told you that we are not speaking for the rest of the day. Goodbye. <sighs> and then she just puts her face right into her food and then she chews. <laughs> and you leave the table. <laughs> uh, and you get ready. And that's where we're going to take a break. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Midroll Seth, with special guest for this midroll. It's Midroll Adam. Hello. How's it going? This is crazy. <laughs> I've been so alone these these past episodes. And you did the one yourself, so it's... It's like we've just been so close, but never together. I've been looking forward to doing a collab like this for a long time, actually. I know. We should work together more often. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like, I kind of see ourselves doing like a bi-weekly kind of routine. What do you think? Dungeons and Dragons? Hey, you know what? I love it. We should call it something like Cheaper by the Dungeon or something. Ah, yeah. And then how about UDM and then I'll be Dorman Knee. I love it. And, That's uh, perfect. <laughs> and we'll get up to some, some crazy, crazy stuff. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, there, there's a reason for both of us being here. Uh, and it's not just to riff off each other. It's because we want to shout out what Adam's got going on. Yes, I know. Adam, our boy, is up to more than just Cheaper by the Dungeon. He does stuff. He's a busy guy. So, Adam, shout out what you're doing. Cool. Thanks, Seth. Um, so, anyone who doesn't follow me on Instagram, you totally should. Uh, but if you don't, you may not know this about me, but I'm actually part of a... Uh, production company called Secret Level Entertainment. Uh, we're pretty new, but we make entertaining things like board games, music, musicals, uh, things like that. Um, but the latest and biggest thing that we just completed is our first radio play. It's called uh, Magi and the Quest for Christmas. It's out right now, anywhere you can get your podcasts. So we're talking Spotify, iTunes, um, basically anywhere that you can listen to Cheaper by the Dungeon, us, uh, you can find it in the same place. Um, a little bit about it. Um, well, it's a family-friendly show. It runs about two and a half hours long, but we broke it up into really nice 20-minute segments for everyone, 20-minute episodes. Um, so basically it follows the three wise men in their time-traveling shenanigans. Didn't know that the wise men traveled through time? Well, now you do. Um, so it's basically an action comedy. It has, uh... Like what, like three-time Emmy Award winner Kim Cornelius on there, as well as a bunch of other amazing voice talent. Seriously, it's it's uh, we're really, really proud of this one, and we really want you to check it out. Seriously, guys, I have actually personally listened to it. Uh, of course I have. And uh, Thanks, it is it is incredible production quality, and it's very good. It's very, it's an easy listen, so, you know, if you're driving somewhere this Christmas season, just pop it in and play, after you've listened to this episode, of course. <laughs> yeah, not before. Not before. Uh, no, but seriously, it's it's incredible. You guys did a great job. And to prove it, we got a little clip. Listen. The Magi dive behind a wide tree, which Chomper rips out of the ground and tosses aside. You know, barbarian stuff. The brute lunges towards the Magi, but Baz uses the satchel to deflect the attack. Unseen by the Magi, a time orb rolls out to their feet. Hmm, where'd that time orb come from, I wonder? C could it be a, a careless angel got sloppy? Oh, some things we'll never know, folks. 
You guys okay? Fists up. Baz shifts lightly, eyes locked with the barbarian. She's dwarfed by the bearded beast, but totally unfazed. At her feet, the orb rolls around in the sand. Unknowingly, she steps on it, twisting it just like John was twisting it earlier. The orb starts glowing and a button juts out of the side as Chomper rears up for another attack. Here we go! And that's when she stepped on the orb. See what I'm talking about? High quality entertainment. Um. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's awesome. So everybody, go check it out. Magi in the Quest for Christmas. And it's spelt M-A-G-I, not J-I or J-Y or G-Y or any other way you say that word. It's like Magi. Um, yeah, it's like Magi. Hey, what's up, Magi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're confusing them more by the minute. M-A-G-I. Um, That's it. Anyways, on to our other announcements. Uh how you guys can find us and support us. So if you want to, you know, connect with us on social medias, we are there. We're on Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon. Search us up. We post some cool cool stuff and updates. Uh, if you want to join us on our Facebook group, we have one. Just type in Cheaper by the Dungeon in the search bar there. And lastly, if you want to support us actually financially, you can do that through Patreon. We do have a Patreon page. And it's got lots of stuff from ringtones to bonus episode content to... A very secret thing that we'll be releasing next year. Uh, it's a campaign guide, or just a campaign. Um, we are actually working on as a team to create a campaign to sell to you, all you guys. It's completely different from the one we're running now. It's not in the world of Ohm or Grand Treasure related, but it's a whole another beast. So hopefully, keep an eye out for that on the horizon. Like, how long do you think, Adam? Well, we're we're kind of already through the main plot points design, so. Um... It's it's really uh, it's actually coming along pretty fast, so I think we're really aiming for the first quarter of the new year, uh, maybe April latest. So yeah, that, that sounds yeah. good. So uh, December twenty nineteen at the latest. There Next you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you can get that. Hopefully, then we'll announce it when when it's getting closer to release. But that's something to look forward to, and you can get that by subscribing on Patreon or or you know just purchasing it once it's out. Yeah, we'll have like uh, a third party say if you just want to buy it like a one time purchase or something like that, we can do that too. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Um, but also, speaking of Patreon, we got another Patreon patron this week. Uh, special shout out to Free Roll Five. They are a also D and D podcast, uh, and they supported us on there. And we just wanted to show you guys out and say we are so grateful and th- and thankful for that. So mm-hmm. thank you guys. Go check out Free Roll Five. Woot woot. We love you. Thank you for having great taste. And <laughs> finally, so we got one last thing. We don't want to take up any more of your time. We want to get you back in the episode. But we do have our sponsor of this week. It's Flintlocks and Fireballs again. So they are, <laughs> yeah, if you listened last week, they're back. Um, so they are a seafaring Napoleonic era set pirate campaign. Um, and the cool thing about them is that they do sea shanties themselves. And I love it. And it's I've really good for you. Yeah, yeah it is good. I've already listened to a couple episodes. They're really quick on their feet. Um, and they're actually like the, the songs actually like make sense in the plot, too. So it's good. Yeah, they're not just there for the sake of being there. They actually use them. Um, but anyways, here, check them out. Listen to this shanty. So gather your muskets, gather your spears. We'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. 
Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT, or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs, or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Curses! Natural twenties. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. See what I'm talking about? Flintlocks and fireballs, also high quality entertainment. Please go check them out as well. And finally, our last announcement. Our next episode, two weeks from now, actually falls on December 25th. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, but we're actually going to release it December 24th, because we're not doing our regular episode. It's not going to be the next episode in the campaign. It's going to be a special side Christmas special. And I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a musical. So if you ever thought, what does Normandy, Darien, and Zippy sound (laughs) when they're singing? Well, you're going to find out real soon. So December 24th, everybody check it out. Um, We're dropping a holiday special. The one more clue is it might not be the genre that you expect. (laughs) Yeah, It's going to be just a, a very j- punk, jazz, acid, jazz Christmas special. A little bit of, like, some thrash metal in there, too. Some thrash metal there. Some thrash metal at the beginning and also in the middle. Um, it'll be a good time. But anyways, we've taken up way too much of your time. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey, Crazy nama- stuff happens. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> the Normandy way. Yes. All hey. right. <laughs> Bye, man. See you guys. All right, we are back after that emotional conversation. Um, I was I was clutching the seat right up, right below me. I, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I'm glad it all worked out. <laughs> well, I, don't, I guess it worked out. <laughs> it finished. <laughs> um, anyways, you guys have just gone, and you're back in the lobby now of the mansion, all geared up, ready for adventure. And Gilbert uh, comes down the stairs. Uh, Marley's okay and everything obviously um and gilbert addresses you guys and says so your plan is to go into orum and get information then about Colm? uh yeah that's a good idea yeah i I also have to pick up my sword it's not the job's not fully done but i can at least get the blade itself back right that'll be useful you know you know, maybe maybe if we look at this another direction, just for the first clue, I think, for finding Colm. What if, what if we look at the name backwards? Maybe that was a clue we missed. Hmm. Lock. 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 Down yeah, by that, the lock. That doesn't. That that gave me nothing. I think the best thing we can do is uh is um go go talk to Tori. Wait, what about the last name? Alvaro. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not doing that. Nope. That's way too long. Lock. The only reason I suggested this is I, I thought it'd be uh, a nice little I trick. also, <laughs> again, as I suggested, I, I would like to meet with uh, Christopher uh, to see if who knows what about the raid and where things may have ended up. Because maybe we can get some monetary incentive right, from, the page boy. from the royal family as well. Kind of like I a think, bond. though, I, we got to be careful because... 
we only made this deal between us and Tori, and and I think we should be very careful when talking to Christopher because uh, we don't want to give away too much. We wanna we wanna make this seem like it was kind of like our our own intuition. If I can that speak made this plainly, I, I'm not sure if Christopher's really gonna know anything because he would. It sounded to me like he only knew common royalty gossip, like he's missing. Um, I don't know if he would be privy to information that besides what Rand would know. He um, he literally told Turi that Colm had been kidnapped in a raid. If anything, he had to, he had to get the information from somewhere. A lead is a lead. We can follow that to the end to find the primary source of that. I'm not saying Christopher has all the information, but I think he can lead us to someone who does. I think we might also want to go talk to Ran if we can. I'd rather not play with fire on that one, if I'm being honest. He doesn't have to know. He doesn't have to know it's us. I can use this guy self and talk to him as someone else. Maybe as the queen. I just think it's more like poking a bear with him. I, I, I'm just not too sure. Okay, yeah, we'll try Christopher, and, and it's an option if it, uh, if it falls through. It's, uh, it is. It's something we can always pursue if we get nothing but dead ends. But I'd rather. I'd rather keep our distance as much as, much as possible. Um, also, I would highly recommend going off what Zippy said. Um, do not mention the Tory thing, because from the story you told me, uh, it seems like Tory cannot have anyone know you're doing this for him or that you made the deal. Uh, you probably already made your first mistake telling me, to be honest, so I am not going to be coming with you today, and I'm not going to be going to that meeting, because I think if you show up with an outsider, the whole thing's going to be uh- off. Gilbert, are you going to turn on us while we're away? Because it sounds to me like it's a little suspicious that you're leaving uh, on, on a, after we told you some very crucial information. No. I cast detect thoughts. <laughs> yeah. uh, one sec. Uh, he's going to try and just because he sees you're going for it. <laughs> uh, he, 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 I mean, they don't know that I'm when I when I first cast it, they're unaware. Okay. He doesn't, they don't see your hands moving in a magical way? Um, oh, I don't know if it's a hand gesture. I don't know. Either way, the roll was bad. Um, so you can hear his surface-level thoughts. And you can just hear... It's like a rush of ideas. And Gilbert's just thinking, he's like, okay, I could go to the society. I could go talk to the people up there, the other nobles. The other nobles might know more information. I can help them that way and then feed it down the line. Um I could, I could also just check through all my connections throughout the city, see if there's something with the underground, see if there's something with Limbo, uh, and we'll figure it out there. Limbo. And you heard all those surface-level thoughts. Okay. Okay, and I, I mean, I'm going to wait for him to respond. He's like, stop, get, stop getting in my head. I can tell you're there. What? Well, I really thought the spell description said that you didn't know, but I guess you're that good. No, it does. It does. He does know? Yep. All right, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's like, get out of my head. I know what you're doing, Normandy. Uh, all right, I, I apologize. I, uh, we, you know, we have to be sure. And to answer your question, Sippy, no, I'm not going to turn on you. We are a team. I already told you, you guys saved my life. I am indebted to you. And more than anything, I want to find this grand treasure. And the best shot is if we all work together. So no, I'm not going to turn on you. Norman D, can you back that up with what you just heard from him and his thoughts? I, I just give a nod and I say, yeah, he's on our side. All right, well, I guess, 
I guess I'll just be rolling the dice with you then. You're not rolling the dice. I thought we had a good bond going. I met you yesterday. That is very true, but it's been a long day. It's been like three episodes. Well, I'm, I'm glad we're uh, stirring up trouble where it's uh, not necessary. Uh, do you have any last suggestions before we head out, Gilbert? Any uh, other potential leads? No. Not that I can think of. Well, not that I haven't already thought. And he looks at Normandy. Um, oh my god. I guess. Um, well, what? while you guys are gone doing that, I'm going to try and use my connections to see if I can figure out any other information related to, to Colm. You know, talk to the nobles. And as you probably heard, see if there's any connection to Limbo. Um, Limbo is the gang. It, it's, it's the mob boss kind of underground group that shakes things up from the shadows of Orem. They're... They're usually not too bad, but I feel like maybe they might be involved with this. Mm. Mm. Let us know if you come across anything. Then, uh, if if you get any if you get any other crucial information while we're in town, I don't know if you can send a messenger of some kind, but we're gonna find as much information as we can while we're there. Sounds good. Let's meet back here tonight. Let's go. Perfect. Sweet. <laughs> and you guys are gone. You're out the door. And just as you're leaving, Blackjack and Yogurt are like, Oh, hey, uh, boys, uh, we're coming along, too. At least for the ride. Um, we have some business in the Orem, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> real good business, I think. Oh, come on, Blackjack, Yogurt. Tell, tell us what your business is. Come on. I get to twist my arm. My business is thieving. I wanna, I'm getting an itch. I'm getting a real itch, Zip. Yeah, real let, itch. Let, <clears throat> Let, I can't say I've gotten the itch quite like you guys, but let me know if you find anything interesting, will ya? Oh, yeah. A- anything you want us to specifically look out for, maybe? Um, could you maybe see if there's some fresh carrots there? Uh, there's just not... There, all the carrots in this house suck. Ah, nothing like nothing like those longleaf ones back home, right? Like you were telling us, Zip? Exactly. Well, I, I know for a fact that you won't find anything like that around here, but we'll do our best. Anything uh, you and uh, Mr. Normandy would like uh, there? Uh, well, while you're sneaking around, like I'm sure you've overheard at this point, see if you catch any wind of anything uh, concerning the raid. Uh, right now, I think our most valuable uh, pursuit is information. So if you hear anything, let us know. Uh, yeah. Anything raid-related, write that down. Uh, you got that yogurt? Yeah, I got it. Um, and, yeah. They're gonna join and they're gonna do those tasks for you while you're doing your stuff. You guys are spreading out the, the manpower. Um, and you ready to go? Get on your horses? Let's go, Tea Leaf. Hi, Denmark! Long face! Long, long face cloppy hooves, how are you? Ooh, I'm fine, <laughs> How are you, master? I could be better. It's been quite a whirlwind of a day so far, and I just finished breakfast. Uh, that's not a good sign. I would stay in bed for the rest of the day if I were you. Do you think so? All right, if you think that's best. All right, Normandy, Darian, you guys go without me. I think I'll take a nap. What is it? Zippy, no, what are you we doing? Need you. We need you. Uh, all right, if you guys insist. Sorry, long face clapper hose. These guys, these guys would be useless without me. See how they're begging for me. Zippy, and he puts a huff on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Don't let anyone pressure you into doing something you do not want to do." 
I learned that the hard way. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, guys, I'm definitely going to stay back and nap. Yep, that's definitely what I'm going to do. <laughs> Zippy, are you, are you sure? Nah, I'm I'm here for an adventure. I'm sorry, long face Cloppy Hoops. I'm here to stay. You guys have been useless without me. That is very true, Master. <laughs> and meanwhile, these guys have no yeah, idea. Yeah, they've just what heard the like horse is saying. like that's all they've heard. All right, well, uh, let's go. Uh, yeah, I I get on my horse. Uh, you guys get on Tea Leaf and. Denmark, your horses. Uh, Blackjack and Yogurt need to ride with somebody. Anybody willing to let Yogurt and his fat ass get on somebody's horse? I don't mind. Hey, thank you, Normandy. If it wasn't for you, I'd probably have to walk everywhere. You're the only one who can put up with me and my fat ass. Just sit behind me. Blackjack, get on. Blackjack, get on my. Oh horse. hell yeah! Double buddy cop time. Hey, I'm your butt. Oh yeah, I guess he's part of the team. Um, and Blackjack hops on yours, Zippy. I'm more like your police chief. <laughs> yeah, more like the warden. Get get it? Because it's like prison. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it myself. That was a bad joke. Yeah, bad joke. Put it. Put that away. Everybody good to go? Oh, uh, I mean, is it too late for me to put my amulet in that that little cage I have? Sure, I'll let you put it in right now. You have it. You just toss it in. Okay. Here, yoga. Do you mind steering for a moment? And I kind of. Actually, no, don't reach around. I'm fine. I got it. And I'm kind of... And uh, I, yeah, I put my medallion in the my, the little cage for a small enchantment. Okay. You got to look away. Oh, yeah. Okay. I look away. Okay. Are you going to look back? Yeah. Okay. There's a minor ability on it. Nice. Yes. <laughs> it worked. Do I, do I get to know what it is? Yep. I will say that the minor ability, uh, which I've kind of already predetermined for you... Uh, is going to be that you put the amulet in, right? Your your Demon King symbol amulet. The amulet now, um, it it uh, has a little effect, and you can write this down, that no matter where you are, it, like if the amulet is off your person, it will slowly gravitate towards you. Like it will slowly start moving towards you. Come on. So basically you can never lose it. That's so sick. So no matter where it is, it will always try to come back to you. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It's like the screw from Iron Giant. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, almost exactly. That's amazing. Sweet. <laughs> that is an amazing minor ability. <laughs> I put the cage away. Sorry about that, guys. I'm totally good to go. Let's go. Yeah. All right. You guys are off, and you're traveling. Any any conversations you want to take place while you're traveling to Warham? I feel like we've talked a lot. <laughs> I whistle. All right. As you guys are traveling and Normandy's whistling a tune, you're just slowly going. You're making your way at an okay pace just across the fields and the farmland. Uh, it's the same path you've done a, cu- a few times now. Uh, and you see the wall and everything, and you see the entrance, and you make your way inside. And you tie up your horses at the same stable you always do. All right. Do we just want to go to the to the castle right away? Or do you want to pick up your sword first, Darian? Uh, is it, Seth, do we know if the, the blacksmith shop is on the way to the castle? Uh, it is. You have to go to the, the center square of Orem, where, where, like, the funeral was taking place, and the shop's on the outskirts of that. So, yeah, it's on the way. Didn't you say three days, though? Like, it's not, it's only been Uh, for day. the gem. The, the sword is just, like, just over a day. But, yes, the, the, he won't be able to use any of his gems for the sword. I don't think I can pick up the sword until this afternoon, but I'll make sure to stop by and get it on our way out. 
for now, I think we should uh, head up towards the castle, or at least uh, find some kind of information broker, or someone somewhere. Someone's got to know something. Okay, I mean, we could... Yeah, well, let's go. I could uh, look like a child and and talk to Christopher, um, and kind of maybe learn how he got the information that way, but Zippy could also... Because you're short, nothing to do with your voice, you could maybe pass as a child, um... Just because you're you're a little shorter, not that there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I think that's a totally great thing about Yusupi. Um, you know, that makes you unique and totally cool. But you could try to talk to Christopher and he might be open to you. Christopher wasn't a kid, was he? No. What? He's like, he's like a teen yeah, okay. young adult. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I totally misread that situation. <laughs> um, I, I don't mean to uh, to cut off your clever idea, Normandy, but... Honestly, I think we can just go ask. I don't know why we need to be so sketchy about it. If we want to try and take the angle of, you know, mercenaries, if we can take the uh, angle of uh, some kind of monetary incentive, that'll help uh, throw some cover over potentially any other kind of motives like we talked about before. So why don't we uh, go in pursuit of a reward, and uh, maybe we can get more information that way. Perfect. All right. Any objections, Zippy? Um, no, this all sounds uh, like a really good idea. Almost too good, which makes me a little worried. <laughs> Perfect. So on your way to the castle? Yeah, we'll go. All right. So you make your way there. Uh, people are kind of staring at you now, uh, Darian, because uh, you removed your cloak kind of later in the day. Uh, but you still got those odd stares, but it's not bothering you anymore. Nah, I don't give um, a fuck. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't really bother any other people. They just people are just rude. Um, and you guys make your way to the center square and everything, and you just see it's actually a mess. The party last night, you see people. There's some people still just drunk in the streets as well as you're making your way. The aftermath of this party is pretty nuts. There's lots of just litter and everything, and just when you're walking down the streets, sometimes you're walking in puddles of just booze. And everything. Uh, it, lo- it looks like it was pretty wild. Uh, and you didn't stay for, for all of it. Um, but you see the path, the winding staircase up to the castle uh, in the north part. Uh, and you make your way up. Uh, these steps are actually pretty clean. Uh, not a lot of people want to disrespect the steps or the castle part. Uh, so the party kind of stayed down in the square. But as you make your way up. There's just random people, and you notice these are, like, the people walking down these steps and walking past you are noble nobles. Like, uh, they are, they look pretty ritzy. And they kind of see your just commoner looks, and they kind of scoff and laugh to themselves or whatever, and they just keep making their way. You guys make it to the top of the staircase, and you see just the enormous... This castle is large, and it's just gold and in and out. Like, like so much gold detailing and everything. Like, all the gold that, like makes this the golden city it's mostly here um and you see just a large archway and gaping wide entrance um that leads into the castle uh there's a lot of people mingling outside in the courtyard that you're in uh and there's people also inside um you can tell that this is somewhat of a public place uh, where people are free to kind of walk in so you shouldn't have to be worried about you know sneaking or anything um as you walk by, there is some people still, like, looking at your attire, and they're like, they're going to the castle dressed like that? Um, and still some scoffing. Uh, you make your way inside, though, and it is just beautiful, just immaculate and detailed and everything. The pillars are just 
uh, beautiful and spiraling figures of like past heroes and and the original greeter team that uh, found the the first grand treasure. Like their symbols are kind of just like placed on the walls and everything. Um, and there's lots of just more nobles. You see that there's kind of another large staircase just immediately in the lobby that goes up, but nobody seems to be allowed up there, and there's guards blocking that. So it seems like most of the the main floor is allowed for the public, but, you know, higher up in the castle, that's not allowed, and only for royalty or, or those in the know. What would you like to do? Okay, I say, well, let's go find someone who is willing to give us more information. I think we should just ask who we talk to. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so we look around for any kind of... Uh guide or uh, uh, liaison for the castle, I guess. <laughs> if there's uh, yeah. like there's, you see lots of people around. There are lots of just nobles. There's some, some guards. Um, oh, and, and okay. Yes. You want to go ask a guard? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if it's cool with everyone, yeah. Um, walk, I walk into a guard. Uh, I mean, say, do you guys, I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to intrude. Yeah, I walk into a guard. And kind of make sure that Darian and Zippy are, are with me. You guys with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was distracted. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this... Hey, guys. I was <laughs> just thinking how, how... I was just thinking how this place has nothing on Black Bunny Castle. <laughs> from where I'm from. I gotta write that down. It's actually kind time. of... It's actually kind of um, terrible. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. Good morning. Um, My name is Normandy. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, how's it going? You see this golden guard, and they're in the typical armor you've seen before, just like golden laced and head to toe in the full mask helmet. So you can't really make out what kind of person this is. Uh, you can tell it's humanoid, at least. Um, and you just hear underneath the mask, Yo, what's up? Uh, well, <laughs> hello, we've been requested to come, uh, to come, uh, look for Comb, and we're here to talk to all the appropriate people. Can you send us in the right direction? What are you talking about, man? Calm? Who's calm? You, you haven't heard. Heard what? Well, we need to speak to the queen immediately. Can you get a, Where would we go to talk to her? Dude, you can't just go talk to the queen. You can't just do that. You can't just do what you want. My, you gotta, you gotta, my you apologies. You gotta go through the channels, man. My apologies for my friend. Where may we go to request an audience with the queen? We have a... Uh, some uh, conversation of dire importance. Yeah, like what? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of known for the gossiping type. I'd like to know. Trust me, this information is very delicate, and uh, it'll be worth your while uh, to see us meet the right people. Yeah, but I just want to know. Like, can I, can I not know? It's uh, delicate. No, inf- guys, I've been working a long shift. I need something to entertain me, and you guys look funny. I'm... Will you tell us? If, will you tell us if we entertain you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, I use a uh, wild shape to turn into a penguin. <laughs> okay. Uh, your your ears morph into your body and shoot out your sides like flippers, and you go full anamorph boy and turn into a penguin. Uh, I start doing a, a cute little dance as my hands clapping together. Oh my gosh, that's adorable! People around you start to notice, and they're all like laughing, and they're like, "That's so cute!" Uh, 
And then there's one guard who was on the other side of the staircase. Because this, this guard you're talking to is on, like, the left side of the staircase, and there's one on the right side. The right side one comes over, and he's like, Tommy, what are you doing? What, what is this? Why are you making people turn into penguins? Ah, oh, man, I was bored. They said, they said I was going to tell them how to talk to the queen if they were... Oh, my gosh. Guys, you can please stop degrading yourself with that stupid penguin. And somebody in the back's like, but I love it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, if you say so. And then I, I stopped being a penguin. Oh, oh, it was good. Good job. And you see a gold coin come from nowhere, and it, like, flicks to your feet like a tip. And I grab it and put it in my pocket. You got add the gold. <laughs> and we stop listening to Tommy here. What do you need? We, uh, my friends in here, I uh, here have uh, uh, an urgent matter that we need to discuss with the Queen, and we would like to request an audience. Uh, and you are? Are you someone important? You just seem like random. We were to actually me. speaking with the Queen yesterday um, during the festival, and she said that she uh, was in dire need of our services. Actually. Listen, I have zero proof of that. I can't just let anybody who claims to have talked to the Queen to go in there. Listen, I'm sure you could be persuaded. Uh, no, I actually can't. I, the only people allowed up there are the royal family, uh, some higher-tier nobles, or maybe greeters with official business. No, sir, I, my, my sincerest apologies. By no means were I, was I requesting for you to let us waltz into the Queen's chambers. I am simply just looking on how we may request an audience with the Queen. This is no assumption that we will get one, just simply a request. Uh, maybe at the end of this month, uh, every month usually the, the royal king or queen will will handle any of the questions. But since it's like election time, I doubt you're going to get in, man. All right, now that's uh, unfortunate. Well, thank you for, for letting me know. Um, I do have uh, one additional question for you. You were at the funeral yesterday, is that correct? Yes, of course. Everybody in Orm was there. Oh yes, for our for our dear departed King Pontus, may may the gods rest his soul. Uh, I yeah, I did rest notice, in peace, bud. I, I did notice uh, near the beginning uh, when the announcements from uh, Turi were happening, there was a a page that uh, provided him with some information uh, about uh, the king's grandson, Colm. Uh, do you happen to know where we could find that page? Ah, uh, yeah, he should be here on the main floor in his office or something. Go in the east wing and just ask for... What, Christopher? Yeah, it was Christopher, I think. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you very much, sir. I, I appreciate your time. Just doing my job. Um, um, excuse me. Uh, I'm actually not with this group here. Uh, I, I was just making that penguin dance, uh, because, uh, just, just Have a little fun. Have more self-respect, man. Uh, I'm Don't degrade act- yourself like that. I'm s- I'm, s- I'm, it was I'm sorry. Good, uh, I'm, a- I'm actually the royal uh, sheet changer. As you can see, I pull out of my backpack. Uh, these are the queen's sheets. You see, it has her name on it. It has her name on the sheets. Uh, I have to re- return them to her living quarters. Do you mind if I just go up the stairs there? Uh, I'm a little running late because of that dance. Persuasion check with advantage. Good lord. <laughs> I cannot believe... <laughs> That one was a 21. Okay. Um, wait, let me let me take a look. Oh, man, the b- queen sheets. Oh, man, I wouldn't mind getting a... B- Don't be gross. 
I, yeah, I'm sorry, but I can only have you look. So, it's the queen's sheets, you, you see, and it's a very important I job. I know it's for the me. queen's, though. Wait. No, look, there's the signature right there. See it? Oh, holy crap. I didn't know the queen signs her sheets. These look pretty raggedy, too. It looks like from a bedroll or something. Excuse me, don't say that about the queen's sheets. Hey, quiet your voice, quiet your voice. I'm not saying anything about the queen's sheets. Jeez, quiet your voice. Uh, sure, you check out. Uh, head, head up there. Tommy, you follow him just to make sure. Yeah, man, all right, let's go up. Let's deliver these sheets. All right, thank you. Again, I'm running a little late, so if we could hurry up, please. Uh, Darian just steps to the side and kind of brings Normandy with him to play it off so it doesn't interfere with what Zippy's doing. And uh, after we've kind of made some distance, uh, kind of looks over at Normandy and just goes, oh, damn it. I really hope he doesn't get himself arrested. That's quite a hairy situation there. Really? Now? Now? It's, so, <laughs> it's how I relieve my stress. Oh. <laughs> it's coping techniques. Um, Darian and Normandy, are you going to do anything? I'm going to head down the east wing where they directed us to look for Christopher. Normandy? Hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to go. I have a couple ideas, but I'm going to save them for later. I'm just going to go with you. All right. Um, okay, first uh, we'll we'll do uh, Normandy and Darian, and then we'll come to Zippy. Gosh. <laughs> Zippy, you are walking up the stairs with Tommy now, though, the guard. Um, that, that makes sense to me because it's my <laughs> job. Just doing my job. Seth, did, uh, I, did I recognize? I, I, I mean, uh, the... Could I tell that the guard that was the second guard that was talking to the first one, he was he like a higher authority than the other one? No, they they seem to be on the same level considering that they're both just stair guards. Okay, cool. Um but yeah, you could you think that, you know, maybe the right one probably is more hot-headed or wants to take the job seriously, obviously. Okay. Um Darren and Norman, uh you make your way through the crowd, um and people kind of are looking at you a little differently because they're like, you know the penguin guy? <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and you go uh, down to the east corridor, corridor, and there's not really many people here. This seems to be like the business where they kind of like field, you know, the citizens' complaints or it's a lot of paperwork and a lot of things like that. So it's just a lot of, I guess, offices and, and just maintenance stuff down here. As you're walking through this corridor... Um, Make a perception check. Both of us? Yes. Okay. 16. Haha, <laughs> 17. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's lots of, like, off paths. You're just kind of going straight, but there's lots of, like, winding corridors that, like, turn off of this one. Um, and when you're just passing by, you look down one, and a figure catches uh, your eye, actually. Um, you see... Uh, just this small, just a uh, genasi, a gray-skinned genasi, which is kind of like an elemental being, mm-hmm. um, with long, greasy black hair and a red blindfold that co- is covering their eyes and nose, so all you can see is their mouth. And they're just kind of like stumbling around, just kind of looking through the doors, uh, even though they have a blindfold on, but they're just kind of wandering the halls. But that's all you notice. But you also notice down at the end, um, you see a door nearby that says, Christopher's office. Psst, Darian. Christopher Langley. Langley? Okay. 
Psst, Darian, do you notice that elemental over there? I do, and he seems like a rather odd fellow, but here's the thing. I feel like we're going to be in some potentially hot water very quickly, so I'd rather not cause more trouble. Okay, just, uh, I'll watch our back to make sure he keep doesn't it, get too close. Yeah, keep an eye on him, but I'd rather not, uh, try and initiate anything more. Yeah, yeah, we'll play it cool. By the way, are we going to do, like, good cop, bad cop kind of thing, or is it like, uh, we just going in shooting straight? What do you think? Uh, I don't see a reason to play any kind of angle on this, so I suggest we just shoot straight and see where it goes. Alright. Okay. I knock on the door. Okay, you knock on the door, and Christopher's in there. And he's just like, uh, come in. Uh, I open the door. Uh, uh, hi, uh, you must be Christopher? Hi, yeah, yeah, Christopher's me. Hi, uh, Darian Branch. Yeah, Darian Branch is my name. I have a, a, a quick uh, inquiry for you. I, I noticed the other day, and um, you seem to be privy to some information. We've uh, heard that the uh, son of the king has seemed to come across an unfortunate circumstance. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, you, you probably overheard Turi saying that way too loud, right? Uh, yeah, poor thing about comb. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, so we would like to offer our services in the recovery of of Colm. And we were hoping that uh, you could assist us with that process and potentially help us with any more information of locating him. Um, well, I was just passing along information I, I knew, but if, if you want to find out the person who knows the most about it, wait, can I ask why you're asking about this? Uh, we, uh... Putting it plainly, we're sellswords, and I smell business. Oh, you! Oh, you actually want to go and find them? Absolutely, as long as the price is right. I admire that. Thank you. I feel like nobody's taking action on this. I'm the Comb treated me so well when, well, when he was around, and I, I, I yes, you, you know what? I'm going to help you guys. Uh, the person who told me all this was the royal advisor, uh, Yogi. Um, so, uh, how about I take you to his office real quick? Oh, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Um, he takes you guys out of the office and he leads you down the doorway, uh, the walkway, and you look down to see if the Genasi's still there and they're not. Um, but you keep going down further into the East Corridor and he's like, okay, don't tell me, tell anybody I'm taking you to the second level, but, uh, we're going to do it. Okay. I whisper to Darian, I think you're doing a great job. I whisper back, thank you. No problem. <laughs> you know, it's all about just staying cool and resourceful. You're very level-headed. I admire that. <laughs> uh, yes, I would love to go to the second floor. And uh, don't worry, we'll uh, we'll just keep it between friends. We should probably stop whispering, though. He's probably leading <laughs> us to the second floor. I, I was, almost I, hear you. I was hey, saying almost. that. Turn I was around. saying that to him. By the way, <laughs> that was not to Normandine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. He's like, okay, well, let's let's go up then. Thank you for keeping this between us. Uh, and he takes you upstairs, and it's just, you know, it's just more of the same, basically. But there's large doors to a larger office, um, and he takes you in, and you see sitting at this table is a Kenku, which is like a crow person. Um, and they're just like writing things down with a with a quill pen on some paper, and they're like, yes, uh, who is who who is who is there? Uh, who, who's coming to my office, please? And Christopher's like, oh, sorry, Yogi. Uh, 
I have some people who are interested in the comb thing. Well, you can shoo them away. I, I don't, I don't need to talk to. But please, please, could you hear them out? They have some interesting stuff. Uh, fine, I'll hear them out. Uh, come in, come in. Uh, well, hello there, uh, Yogi. My name is Darian Branch, and I'm uh, a skilled swordsman in the area. And this is my compatriot, Norman D. We've uh, been privy to some information that, unfortunately, Combe has come across a very unfortunate situation. And we would love to offer our services in the recovery of Combe. Uh, really? Well, as uh, long I don't as think the many... price is right. The price? Uh, I don't think anybody's willing to pay for, for that guy. He was a little bit of a dick. Um, you are speaking about the heir, the current heir of the throne. Yeah, but nobody liked him. Not even Pontus did, as far as I'm concerned. And and then Christopher's looking kind of sad. Christopher's looking sad. I heard from the pages that he treats them very well. Well, maybe the pages, but who cares about the pages? Am I right, Chris? Wrong audience. My bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Either way, uh, sure. Uh, you get comb back. I'll give you uh, two hundred gold. That sound fine. Sure. How about we make it? Uh, how about we make it three? How about you make sure he doesn't come back, and I'll give you three. Ah, uh, just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> uh, sure, three sounds fine. Um, anything else I can do for you? We're yes, gonna uh, need half of it up front to pay for supplies. What? Uh, f- sure. Will this get you out of my office sooner? Uh, uh, yes. After I ask you just a few more questions. Fine, here's the cash, and he throws you 150. Okay. Uh, can I, do you can have, I take it? Yep. Okay. Um, excuse me, we're splitting that, um, but that's just <laughs> me saying that. Um, okay. Do you have uh, any other leads or information on his whereabouts? We heard it was uh, uh, something to do with a raid that happened uh, somewhere near the Breathing Chasm. Ah, uh, yes, the raid that happened a few days ago. Um, I'm assuming it was Limbo's work. You've probably heard of the gang. Um Otherwise, uh, I don't know anything. I, I, I was just informed from one of the guards there, from the ex-Captain Rand's report, that uh, there was a raid and it seemed suspicious, and the comb that was supposed to be transferred in the carriages or the caravan uh, was missing at the end. One more question, then. Uh, what can you tell us about the breathing chasms that uh, they were being transported through? Why would they go through there? Is it not dangerous? Well, it's the safest way. The seas are too difficult to get from Leek's Garden to, to here. Uh, the, the safest way is going through the chasm, and there's usually a guide. There is a bridge being built, though, to go over it, so hopefully that will be done soon. Is there anyone who... Uh, or have, have the breathing chasms ever been known to... Well, you know, I'll ask you this way. Why are they called the breathing chasms? It's because of the large gusts of air that come from beneath and lift people up. Nobody knows why, but... Uh, the chasms themselves, for some reason, they tend to breathe. It's like air goes in and then out. Um, yeah. They say, actually, fun tip. Uh, they say that the breathing chasms were formed because the gods were just crushing the earths, digging away and clawing at it, looking for one of Salem's grand treasures. Um, but, you know, that's a rumor. Hmm, seems rather violent. Here, in the sake, for the sake of brevity here... You mentioned that it was Captain Rand's report that a raid took place and that he was missing. Did he have any guesses as to where the uh, direction they may have gone? Do they believe that they uh, went back into the breathing chasm? 
Hmm. No, he didn't say anything about that. Uh, he thinks some of the guards... He kept going on about how some of the golden guards weren't really theirs, and, and they may have been dirty guards or something. Uh, Limbo, again, might be that. Doesn't, potentially, yeah. But other than that, I, I have no more information. Do you have well, Captain I... Rand's report? Could we have access to it? Uh, I do not, actually. Where would we go to acquire it? Uh, maybe the file office downstairs? Uh, I... I read it and threw it away <laughs> well either way i believe our conversation is uh has come to a conclusion again we thank you very much and uh we'll report back soon yes thank you thank you go on your way and then as you guys turn around the doors burst open and you see the sorcerer candidate Farron rise burst into the room rushes past you slams her hands on the table and it's just like uh yoki why is the election being postponed? I, 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 I thought we were supposed to finish this today. This is not okay. Tory can't just do whatever he wants and postpone the election. Uh, uh, my apologies, but uh, he made the rules and Pontus appointed him to do it. So I guess what he says goes, you know. <laughs> Please don't hit me. I make, ah. I make eye contact with Darian and kind of like do the head gesture like we should definitely dip. Uh, seeing the gesture... Um... Uh, yeah, Darian. Uh, Darian will continue to exit. Okay, you guys are exiting, and as you're exiting, uh, you just see Christopher's kind of sneaking out with you, and uh, you just hear as you're leaving, and the door is closed behind you. That Farron is just yelling at him, and and just being like, "We can't have this. This is unacceptable. We need to figure this out now. Find Tori. Where is Tori?" I'm going to. And then the door is closed. I was gonna say, I, I want to slowly close the door behind me and just kind of. <laughs> Good luck with the election. And finish closing the door. You have my vote. Hey! And then it closes. And we're going to cut to Zippy now. Uh, Zippy, you're with Tommy. And you're on the second level now. And he's actually taking you up to the fourth level. The highest height. Where the uh, where uh, it's not the toppest part of the castle. But it's way up there. And it's where the bedroom of the queen is. And... And he's just like, man, not even I get to go this high usually, but I'm with the sheet, man. <laughs> I just score a sweet gig like that, bunny man. You, you know, it's it's actually my first day, and the first thing I noticed around here is the security sucks around here. No offense, but you guys should really get some badges or something that we have to show. Dude, badges. More, or what about more penguins, am I right? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, it's kind of my specialty thing. Yeah, I like that. It's cool. Refreshing. Just like the Arctic, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've never been, but I've certainly seen a penguin before. Yeah, that's cool. i never seen one, except yours, but I knew what it was right away, because I read books. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, right hey, it looks like we're, we're here. And you see two, like, um, just female servants uh, in kind of wearing, like, maid outfits, and they're standing outside the door, and they're like, uh, Hello, uh, how can I help you? Hey, um, uh, oh, you want to say something, little man? Uh, well, I was just going to say, I'm I'm here to uh, deliver a shipment to the queen. She said it's very important I get it to her as quick as possible. Uh, persuasion check? Uh, 16. <laughs> okay, um, the maids are like, is there, any, is there a royal sheep person or deliverer? Is it? I don't remember seeing him ever. 
Yeah, well, do you, do you know him? I, I don't know, maybe. He seems a little familiar. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, how long have you been working here? This is my first day. You see, I had an interview uh, yesterday, um, and but because of the um, uh, the funeral and everything, they they uh, I they they said they said that I uh, my my documents, my official papers wouldn't be processed due to the uh, amount of work going into the funeral. That makes sense. You know, actually, yeah, first day. You know, I, I, I could see them hiring someone for this job. I mean, they, they hired us, right? I mean, I just, wa- I just want to make sure I get these sheets perfect. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already running a little late. Oh, sorry, my apologies. Here, let, we'll let him in. <laughs> yeah, my dude, we're gonna see you at the bed. No, uh, no, please. This is, this is a private matter. They in the in the job description it says that, uh, this is more of a of a private uh, sheet fitting. You see. Uh, not everyone can can see the royal sheets. Only those. Uh, I mean, especially because uh, she's single now. It just wouldn't be proper. Single and ready to mingle. Am I right, Zippy? Um, I would not. Uh, I would not say that. No. Nope. Yeah, you're no fun, man. Anyways, take it easy in there. I'll be out here. Uh yes. Thank you very much. And you waltz on in. Uh, they close the doors behind you as well to give you privacy as you as you tend to the sheets. Um, you see, this is just an illustrious bedroom. The The bed is just this king-size bed with, like, the, the pillars on the corners, and it's on a platform, and there's a beautiful balcony that's wide open, and it overlooks the city, and it's an incredible view. Um, you can even see the forest that you started at from here, like, off in the distance. Um, but, uh, yeah, what, what do you want to do? Is anyone in the room? No one is in the room. It's just you... Uh, and pictures of a dead Pontus near the bedside that looked to have been recently cried on, um, and and just regular bedroom stuff. It looks very illustrious though, and there's like jewelry on the counter and and things like that. I go over to the wall of the bedroom, okay, and I rummage through my backpack and put the doorknob into the wall. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, where do you put it? Uh, it, uh like eye level, like no, like, where so in the I room? Can... Sorry, uh, against the wall. Just I put any the wall? The doorknob or... on the floor, like right against the floor. Well, okay. How I'm? I guess on the left wall. If I was in the door. Okay, so to the left. So basically, I'll way. lay this out for you. You go in. Uh, on the left side of the wall, there's the bed kind of in the center that's pointing to the to the right. On the right side, there's the open okay. balcony. On the far side, there's lots of, like, dressers and, and like, the screen to dress behind. Uh, on your side is the is the entrance. Um, so you're putting okay. it on the side uh, of the then bed. Then I put it, I put it on the wall uh, beside the bed. Okay. Um, you put it in and twist. And you actually hear footsteps coming. And there's, uh, you hear them saying, "Oh, ma'am, uh, the the sheet maker is 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 doing your sheets in the, in there." Uh, and she's like, "Hi, I don't have any sheet maker. What are you talking about?" Oh, well, he's in there right now. It's the bunny guy you hired yesterday or today. I don't know. It's his first day. I. What are you talking about? Open the door. You put in the knob, twist it, and lo and behold, you sly dog. There is a hidden hidden entrance behind there. And I go on through. You go on through. And we'll find out what's through next time.
Oh my goodness. Come on. That's an episode! Damn it. <laughs> Damn, boys.